welcome to the Clerk Commute Podcast. Where we discuss clerkship content, share up-to-date research, work through interesting cases, and gather position advice for your next rotation. Good morning, clerks. Welcome back to another episode of the Clerk Commute. Today, we will be learning about the mental status exam, a key component of the psychiatric interview. This episode was edited by Dr. Lucy Chen, a psychiatrist at CAMH. Hello, everyone. We are going to go over a skill that you will use every single day on your psychiatry rotation, the interview. Yes, the interview is one of the most important parts in managing a patient with a psychiatric condition. Regardless of where you are, whether it's in the emergency room, inpatient psychiatric ward, outpatient, or a consult to another service, the approach to the psychiatry interview is relatively the same. A large portion of the psychiatric interview is what you're probably already familiar with. That is, history of presenting illness, past medical history, social history, and family history. New aspects of the interview that are unique to the psychiatry exam include psychiatric history, a screening for psychiatric disorders, a past personal or developmental history, if it's relevant to the given case, and most importantly, the mental status exam. Wait, I thought we weren't doing any exams, just history taking. So the mental status exam is different than a traditional physical exam. It's what you, the interviewer, will pull from the psychiatric interview. Some parts of the mental status exam, or referred to as the MSE, can be completed by observing the patient, while in other cases, you will have to ask them some things directly. Let's go over the components of the MSE. They are general appearance, attitude, behavior, speech, mood and affect, thought process, thought content, perception, cognition, insight, and judgment. Let's go through them, starting with general appearance. So is that just what the person looks like? Yes, exactly. A piece of advice that I got is that your description should help someone else pick the patient out from the waiting room. You want to comment on things like posture, grooming, clothing, facial expressions, and if they appear their stated age. You'll notice these are things you'll simply observe during the interview, but not directly ask the patient. So it's important before you go to meet the patient to be aware of what sorts of things you want to take note of for your documentation later. Next on the MSE is attitude. Oh, I remember this. It's if the patient is cooperative during the interview or if they're being hostile, reserved, or suspicious, right? That's right. It's their attitude towards doing the interview. The next item on the MSE is behavior, where you want to make note of any abnormal movements, their attention level, psychomotor activity, and eye contact. What's next that the interviewer should observe and comment on? You will also take note of their speech, including their rate, rhythm, and volume of speaking. The next two components are mood, which is how the patient reports that they're feeling. So this is something that you're going to ask them directly versus affect, which is the emotional state the interviewer observes the patient to be in. Some examples of common words used to describe affect are euthymic, depressed, elevated, irritable, flat, blunted, and labile. We should also review thought process versus thought content. These are two components of the MSC I often mix up. An easy way to think about thought process is whether or not the patient is making sense to you. 
If the patient is clear, organized, coherent, and answering questions logically, we say that their thought process is goal-oriented. There are situations when a patient is difficult to understand. Their speech might be circumstantial, which is when they steer off topic, but do eventually come back to the point, or tangential, meaning as the name implies, they go off on tangents. Patients also might have a flight of ideas, which is when they jump from topic to topic, or they might be saying a combination of words randomly put together. We sometimes call this a word salad. You may also observe thought blocking, which is a sudden cessation of speech that is often seen in psychotic disorders, including schizophrenia. That's a great explanation of thought process. Now, thought content, on the other hand, is not how the patient is thinking, but rather what they're thinking. In psychiatry, the thoughts that we're interested in knowing about are suicidal or homicidal ideation, obsessions, overvalued ideas, and psychosis. Unfixed thoughts or ideas means that the patient questions the reality of these thoughts to some extent. But if the patient is fixed in their beliefs and thinks that they're 100% real, we would call these thoughts delusions. Next on the MSE is perceptions. Think of this as what inputs the patient is getting from their reality and from their understanding or perception of the world around them. Hallucinations, most commonly being auditory or sensory, would be examples of atypical perceptions. Some lingo that you might hear on your rotation that is often used to describe normal perception is, the patient does not appear to be responding to internal stimuli. This means that you don't observe the patient interacting with hallucinations that you yourself do not experience. That's great. Next, we have cognition. And to accurately comment on a patient's cognition, a standard test is usually administered, such as the mini mental state exam, or MMSE. However, this may not always be done if there are no concerns noted on the exam. During the course of an interview, you can already get a sense of cognition with, res with respect to their attention during the assessment, orientation to time, person, and place, short and long-term memory. For example, did they remember the question you asked? Do they remember much of their past history? Do they have wording difficulties? If no concerns were noted, you can state that cognition appears grossly intact. Now the last part of the MSC are often grouped together, insight and judgment. Insight is whether the patient is aware of their status and condition, whereas judgment is if the patient can make a decision in their best interest. Okay. So now we've covered all of the components of the MSE, but that was a lot of information. So Alex, why don't you do a recap? So the MSE includes general appearance, attitude, behavior, speech, mood and affect, thought process, thought content, perception, cognition, insight, and judgment. Your general appearance comments should allow for someone to pick your patient out of a room. Attitude is a patient's demeanor in participating in the interview. Behavior is their actions. And in speech, we pay attention to their rate, rhythm, and volume. Mood is how the patient reports that they're feeling, whereas affect is how we perceive they are feeling. Thought process is how the patient is thinking and sharing information with you, whereas thought content is what the patient is thinking. Perception is a patient's response to their reality. Cognition is straightforward, as the name implies. And finally, insight is their understanding of their disease, while judgment is their ability to act in their best interest. That was a great summary. 
Hopefully this review of the MSE will be helpful for your next psychiatry case report. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Clerk Commute podcast. Catch you on your next commute.